0: Hi, good
1: morning to everyone. Welcome to WAC. We are the church. This is our online preaching. Today is Sunday. I would like to say also hi to all the WAC members in their homes watching right now on this online streaming. Uh, thank you very much. I will not give you an update on uh, in COVID-19 because you, I believe you are so updated, especially those people who are engage in social media people who are watching i know you are watching television news every day even the messenger you are updated in COVID. but this morning we're going to study the word of god about the covering and protection of god so we are living in a very uncertain time of our life because of this covid 19 because of this virus nobody knows who got the virus and you know, we don't know if the air we breathe is not contaminated with the virus, with COVID-19. So we don't know what's going to happen, but don't worry because our government is doing something to stop this virus, virus further spreading in the Philippines. So we just need to cooperate with the government and please stay safe. And let's pray for the government I for what they are doing, are what they are going to do. They will. It will. This will work. I will, They will. This will stop spread of the COVID nineteen. Okay. But in this situation that you are at home, it's very easy to feel helpless and hopeless. You know. You know. I was. Very encouraged by this nurse you know, that uh, he served, served our country through the hospitals, but he, she has been working, she never stopped working, even though she's a senior citizen, he dedicated his life, her life, to serve us, to work there, to be a frontliner in spite of her age, which is she is very vulnerable in our present situation. It's very easy to feel anxiety, uh, depression, uh, hopeless, feeling, feeling helpless. Those are just natural, especially if we have pressures in our life, we feel those things. But you know, there's a lot of pressures now in our government, in our front lines, the doctors the hospital there's a lot of pressures just you know nobody wants to be infected by this virus because one if if one is infected in this virus you are in a situation of life and death good if you uh, survive you have the immunity what if you will not survive by the way what? We'd like to extend our condolences to all those families that lost their loved ones in fighting COVID nineteen. We feel so sorry for your loss. And shall we uh, continue in this feeling of hopelessness helplessness? Is there hope for us in the time of this in this kind of situation in our country? and in, in the world the truth is that the sky is still blue this is like uh, a really bad storm and where the clouds are so thick and effectively cover the sunlight and everywhere you see is darkness in COVID is like that it is out of our control it's out of our head we feel helpless in this kind of situation But the good news is God is in control, He is working, even though we don't see Him working, He is working. Don't worry, I will not sing. Okay, He is working. That's the good news that I would like to tell you. And since He is in control, we can count on Him for He is our God. This morning. We're going to study the cover of God in the book of Psalms, the entire chapter of 91. This is, this chapter is very rich in the promises of God for our protection. Shall we pray? Lord, help us to study your word of Father God, Lord, help us to believe and to hang on it. And especially at this time where we are facing difficulties, uncertainty, of oh God. Help us as we study your word, who will guide us in Jesus' name I pray, amen. So the question is, how can we be in that governing of God? Let us check Psalm 91, I have, I choose two verses for this study, but we are going to say the whole chapter. I no, will just give you the two verses in Psalm one, verse one, and four. It says that whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Verse four, He will cover you with his with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge, a safe place. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Your protection. So if we notice, the first word is very important for us for our study today. It's like it's the word whoever. The word whoever tells us that not everyone dwells in the shelter of the Most High. Some, I don't know how many, and also whoever tells us that we are loved by God because he has given us a choice to dwell in the shelter of the Most High or not to dwell in the shelter of the Most High so this morning I have three points to discuss number one, since it us from the covering of God number two what it is like to be in the covering of God Number three, how to be in the covering of God? The most important question. The question is that, why is it not everyone is in the shelter of the Most High? The answer to that is our sins. Because our sins separate us from the covering of God. But the question is, what is a sin? Maybe if we talk about sin, you think about lying, drunk, adultery, stealing, murder. So to know about, to dig in what is really seen, maybe we can go to the story. Adam and Eve, let's go to his story and let, let us look at the Bible and examine it. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 to 17, starting with 15, the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. We need to manage it. And the Lord God commanded the man, this is the command of God, you are free to eat from every tree, or any tree in the garden, but, you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's why it's highlighted in yellow. So we must take note of that. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. That's command. That's command of God. So let's move on. Let's move forward to the story in Genesis chapter 6, verses uh, starting from 3, verse 3. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say, you must not eat from the tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat food from the trees in the garden, but God said, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows when that you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God knowing good and evil. Now, if we move forward and Genesis chapter 3, verse 6, the woman, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food, and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her and ate it. That's what happened. So, based from the story of Adam and Eve, okay, I believe they did not sin because they lied to one another. It's not in the story. Or they sin because they are drunk. Maybe they went to the party. Because there's just two of them. No. They did not sin because they commit adultery or Adam stayed with the other woman. No, because there's only one more woman. At the time, it is his name. Her name is Eve, and I believe you are not stealing from their neighbors because there's none. There's no neighbor. There only animals. So, what is the sin of Adam and Eve? Their sin is disobedience to God. God clearly gives His command not to eat the fruit from the free of knowledge of good and evil, but they disobey God. Sin is disobedience to God. It is also lawlessness. Lying, drug, adultery, stealing, murder is also disobedience to God. There there are also sins, you're right. Now, what happened after they sinned? Our sins separate us from the love of God after this sin. God sent them away from the Garden of Eden, for outside the Garden, for an official punishment. They are banished from the Garden of Eden. They are not allowed to go back. Outside the Garden of Eden, they are vulnerable. There's no protection. Also, the ground is cursed. You need to work hard to toil the ground. Also, more pains in childbearing. So, what is it? Childbearing. You can see that there there is a big difference in their lifestyle now after they sin, before they are under the covering of God. So, my question is that what is like to be in the Garden of Eden or in the covering of God? Let's go to my next point. So, what is like to be in the covering of God? The Garden of Eden is like the shelter of God. It's the covering of God, it's the protection of God. And Psalm 91, verse 1 and 2 is something that we need to meet so that we can receive the promises of God. It's starting in verse one. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Now, the word rest here is a big word. For some, maybe before, uh, God can can give them rest from war. And maybe for some of us, is a it is a rest from family problems or problems from your from your work? Maybe some of you God is talking to you right now. What kind of rest is this? In verse two, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In whom I trust. This is this is the two verses that we need to meet. Then this is the this is the blessing the promise of God, the protection of God. God says in verse three, surely He will save you from the Fowler's snare. Fowler's snare is it's like a trap for the bird hunter, and from the deadly pestilence. It's like the COVID. Is a plague. First, for he will cover you with his feathers. I believe this is in the presence of God. And under his wings, you will find refuge, a safe place, a refuge, safe place for us. His faithfulness will be your shield and round part. It's like a shield, so wrong part is a, another word, a wall. It's our protection. In verse 5, it says, you will not fear terror of, of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor pestilence that stops in the darkness, nor plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right, side, right hand, but it will not come near to you. Wow. In verse 8, it says, You only observe, with your eyes, and see the punishment of the wicked. This the wicked is those people who disobey God, who does not believe in God. If you say, "The Lord is my refuge," and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster come near to your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Verse 13, you will tread on lion and cobra. Tread it's like your step on lion and cobra. It's like the enemies are enemies. You will trample the great lion and serpent. Trample is, you flatten it. This is not just unit you flatten it. So that's the promise of God. This is an awesome promise of God. But the question is, how to be in the covering of God? How one can dwell in the, in the shelter of the Most High? Because this is not a physical place. Like if you book a hotel, you can book, online for a reservation. No, it doesn't work that way. Or if you are sick, you can go to the hospital and find a doctor. No. But I want to tell you, there's only one way one can dwell in the shelter of the Most High. You want to know? We need to make peace with God only through Jesus. Make peace. This is when Example: If you have fight with or a misunderstanding with your friend, to make peace is to ask for forgiveness, to reconcile. The same with the Lord. For us to have peace with God, we need to ask for forgiveness through Jesus Christ. He is the only way to the Father. If you want to talk to the Father, you need to go through Jesus Christ. Because he said in John 14, verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is our mediator. Because, you know, Jesus is the only person that died for us, paid the penalty of our sins. So, how to make peace with God? We need to humble ourselves. We need God. We need Him, and repent from our sins. Ask for, ask Jesus for forgiveness of our sins. Remember, I told you earlier that our sin separates us from God. From the love of God, we need to confess that sin. Our assurance, God has given us assurance that. He will forgive us of all all our sins. Not just one, two, three, of all our sins. In the first John 1, it says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. The last last words and purify us from all all unrighteousness is, is our bonus. If we go to the Father and confess our sins, Will forgive us. Plus, He will purify us from all unrighteousness. Very short prayer for, for the of sins. It's like this: Lord, please forgive me from all my sins. Even right now, you can say that. As you listen to this sermon, you say that, Lord, forgive me from all my sins. Say it. Lord, please forgive me from all my sins. Now, you are forgiven. Not by my word, but by the word of God. So freely you receive your forgiveness, friend. Freely you forgive your brothers and sisters. Amen? Now, you have peace with God. The next thing we need to do is to welcome Jesus Christ as your Lord, or your King and your Savior. Because He's been knocking at your heart's door. In Revelation 2.20 it says, Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. So Jesus is asking, He's giving us an option. We open or without open? Mm-hmm. So if you hear God's word, right now, open your heart's door. Open the door of your life. Let him come in. You don't need to invite him because he is already there knocking at your door. All you have to do is open the door and bolt that in. And then he offers a relationship, fellowship with you. It says, I will come in and eat with that person and they will eat. Now you have a relationship. If you open the door, there's a very short prayer told on Jesus. Very short. They say, Lord, come into my life as my king and my savior. Did you say that? Would you, would you say this prayer with me? Lord, come into my life. As my king and my savior. Congratulations, now you have peace with God, you have a relationship, God is not angry with you anymore, and you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And now you are under the protection and government of God. And all you get to say is thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord. And you choose you choose to dwell in the shelter of the Most High. But there is one thing that is very important after receiving Christ, after you have peace with God. You know, it's very important that we need, we don't want to miss. In Psalm 71 verse 14, it's to love God. How to love God? In Psalm 71 verse Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledged my name. It's the name of Jesus. He, He will call on me and I will answer him. Wow. I will be with him in trouble. Now the world is in trouble. Now is the best time. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. So how to love God? It's very easy. If you want to love God. John chapter 14, verse 15. It says, If you love me, keep my commands. In other words, Jesus is saying, if you love me, if you if we love Jesus, we'll obey him. We will obey Jesus. That's how simple it is. So the question now, what if we fail God? If we fail God, please don't be content. Don't believe the devil. It is a reality that we will fail God. What are you going to do instead? You go to Christ. Confess your sins. Confess your failures. Do not run away from God. Instead, humble yourself and keep away from pride. You ask Jesus to help you overcome this sin. We will overcome in Jesus Christ. We are overcomers in Christ. May the peace of God be with you always. God bless you. Thank you for watching. And. I pray that you are blessed this morning. I want to tell you that you are so special. You are special in the eyes of God. If not, God will not send Jesus Christ to save us, to die for us, to pay the penalty of our sins on the cross. Let us pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your word, God. Lord, we hold into your promise that you will cover us, protect us, Father, the Son, and the Lord, from every epistence of God, Lord, this morning we choose to dwell the in the shelter, in your shelter, God, the shelter of the Most High. Lord, keep us safe. Keep us away from this virus, God, and I pray you will stop the spread of this virus, God. Lord, I pray that people, even those who are infected by the virus, God, they will survive, God. They will survive, God. Thank you, Lord.
0: In Jesus name, right, right. As a lie awake and wonder what the future will hold. Help me to remember that you're in control. You're my courage when I worry in the dead of night. You're my strength cause I'm not strong enough to win this fight. them.